Well, the national. Are you start, Fletcher? Yeah, I was just getting started. Hold on. <laughs> Nuclear. Now, was it Crick or Creek? Coyote or Coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. The National Spelling Bee was just last week, so we thought we'd return to something that we did, oh, about a half a year ago or so, and talk about some of the most commonly misspelled words in the English language. Oh, before we start, though, Kath and I both had two quick things we wanted to bring up, uh, kind of like words of the week or what it, words that we've heard or usages that we've heard. And my one was this. We were in upstate New York a bunch of times, and several times... The servers, when we're leaving, if we forgot something or whatever, they would go, hey, we were talking about the use of guys as being masculine and feminine. And it certainly seems to be with particularly young people, guys is now generic. But that wasn't what really interested me. I was listening for guys. And we were leaving with a pizza and I forgot the whatever. I don't know. And the, the server goes, uh, hey, you, you forgot your guys, uh, your, your guys' coke." Oh, yeah. And then I heard someone else said, your guys, this, the possessive, but because your guy, you guys is, is, I guess, so ugly, the possessive is switched over, switched backwards to your, which I thought was sort of interesting. I've heard that a lot. Actually, I, I do it a lot when I think about it. Don't you? You go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where's your guy's car? Yeah, I would. I think I do do it. I noticed when they were doing it, I noticed I must do it too. You're right. <laughs> and it's just interesting how language... But it picks, it's incorrect technically, but it's much more euphonious. Yeah. So it's interesting how language like picks out things and it switches it to make it sound better, even though it's technically wrong. Yeah. And now that you're bringing that up, I definitely have heard that. And and I often have heard you guyses, but you're right that that sounds dreadful. Uh, and your guys as a possessive, it, it certainly sounds better. And I'm sure I've used it. I've never thought about it before, though. Yeah, now, now I'm going to track myself, <laughs> your guys. Yeah. Well, mine isn't as interesting as Ross's. I was saying to Ross, and I wonder if you've heard this a lot lately. You know how we had talked about cringe, which now, for the God's sake, I never can't see cringe. Cringe is all <laughs> over the joints. So my new irritation of the week is I keep seeing chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. That's been going on for years. I know, but but it's suddenly I feel like every email I've gotten from every company in the world is going, "Oh, here's a chef's kiss for you." Bloody blah, blah, and I'm like, I don't want it. Just like leave me alone. You know, no osculation. Kathy, did you check uh, how the usage has gone up on like Google Engram or something? So no, curious. I did not. So now I'm going to have to do this, won't I? I'll do Google Trends. So while you guys, so they're chat. they're 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 using chef's kiss as like. A, a a thing that they that they are giving you or something like that. No, I mean, it's just it's just I keep seeing it. I mean, I can understand it in a food like thing, but um, okay, it didn't show up in Google Trends. I'm seeing it on things like I I, I got I got a fashion. I, I I'm a shopper. What can I say? I like buying things online, and I it was something about um, sandals. I need sandals. I don't. I don't think you need all this backgrounds. But anyway, yeah. What so, color sandals? <laughs> I'm thinking beige. But um, they said they said literally they said something like, "And we have a wonderful chef's kiss of a deal." 
Oh, a chef's ew. kiss of a deal. You know, and uh, yeah, th- that's taking it even a little further than than the way I've heard it. Be- because usually, I hear it um, as sort of like, okay, let's say, let's say there's some really arrogant jerk who's going off, and then he slips on the ice and falls on his butt. Right? <laughs> somebody would say somebody would mm-hmm. say something like, "The way that jerk, uh, the way that jerk fell on his butt is chef's kiss." Right with mm-hmm. with the little asterisks around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way I've heard it. But to have a a chef's kiss of a deal or whatever that's that's bizarre. Yeah, it's I I think it's the old thing where things like you know sort of morph into advertising yeah. and branding and whatever because it, it's, it's making me want to vomit at this point. I mean, no pun intended. Well, it's not really a pun. It's interesting though. Mind. It does seem to come. I just looked it up on the etymology of it, and it seems to have i mean it comes from the uh, italian el, you know bacio the mm-hmm. uh kit yeah. but they're right. saying it yeah they're saying it, it originated in the states and popular culture on pizza boxes and cans of tomato paste <laughs> post-world war ii oh and then apparently it just it took off from there but this is from they have a bunch of them from 2018 so did you find kathy the uh, usage no difference? i'm not i'm looking i mean I, I, they have an emoji for chef's kiss now so i mean it's it's you know it's definitely widely used but i'm, I'm trying to find the spread because it's like mwah, mwah, you know because i'm seeing a lot of instances 2017 2018 i don't know maybe it has increased though oh oh trust me if you if you see my inbox it's increased <laughs> And I have I'm not a big sandal buyer, though. <laughs> I, I don't sand, so maybe it's. I think we're in I different. Think I'm uh, suede. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, do you want to go back to the spelling bee while Kathy is. Uh, we're starting the spelling bee while Kathy keeps looking up trend lines for Chef's <laughs> Kiss. Okay, we got a couple of easy ones first, but this one we got, we've gotten several sort of emails about it so we're going to do it i led the horse to water mm, sure how do you spell the the leading part beginning you... beginning with something that you think uh, you would think would be very easy but people uh tend to screw this one up a whole lot lead yeah in this case it's l-e-d uh, because that's the past tense right. of lead whereas lead l-e-a-d is is the uh metal yes you're right May I throw a little tiny bit of trivia in here? <laughs> Please do, you know Ross. <laughs> I don't know what the trend line on this one is because Led Zeppelin <laughs> was a big rock group when we, when we were young. But I didn't realize. Do you know the etymology of uh, the lead part of Led Zeppelin? Tell us. No, I, I, I mean, I think I've heard it somewhere, but I don't. I couldn't tell you right and now. Apparently, when they founded the band or a previous band that the guys were in, uh, they said jokingly it was going to flop like a lead balloon so they took the lead and they deliberately misspelled uh-huh. this led <laughs> a oh, minor really? bit of trivia <laughs> so the, wait i'm confused so why did they so why because they thought they were gonna they bomb. said our band is gonna be about it's gonna it's gonna bomb like a lead balloon it's gonna be a real bomb uh-huh so it should have been L-E-A-D, but they thought it was cooler. Oh, they're being L-E-D. even cleverer yes i have a question though if you two come across this misspelled uh, L E A D as the past tense. Do you notice it? Does it, uh, does it cause you to stop or anything like that? Or do you just roll right on past it? I notice it. I definitely notice it. I do too. What about you? I, I do. And not just in a, Oh, that's wrong way. But, but like I initially think that all of a sudden we've changed tenses and I get slightly confused mm-hmm. for a moment. Yeah. I agree with you. It's, it's it, fascinating I, though, because I thought of that myself, but then with Reed, 
I have almost no problem mm -hmm. in contextually going, that's present tense, read, that's past tense, read. And they're both obviously spelled the same way. It's not spelled R-E-D? Really Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I think I, I think that's because you know that those are both past and present tense, and they're spelled the same way. I I think because you know that it's L E D as the past tense, I think that's probably why it causes you to I pause agree. when you see L E A D when it I means agree. past tense. Oh, I guess I'm curious about people who maybe don't realize the the spelling difference, and I wonder if they get confused at all, or if they all of a sudden know which tense they're in you know like maybe we're the ones who are having more problems because we actually know how it's spelled i suspect you're right because i mean one thing we had found i think we were doing an article for cnbc about the most misspelled words on resumes and led because it was, comes up like i led the team to blah 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 and it's literally what i think it's like one of the top five misspelled words on resumes something like that amazing Mm -hmm. So I suspect people like us who know it are the ones who are going like, wait a minute. And everybody else is like, la, la, la. Yeah, Red maybe read. maybe they have no trouble reading those sentences and, and, and we the, we're the ones who do. That's interesting. I'm sorry. I just want to interject uh, apropos of uh, Led Zeppelin. Led Balloon didn't come into being until about 1957. Hmm. Was that the Ooh. first one in print? It started in the 1940s. Huh. I just wow. thought it would be... Yeah. And then Led Zeppelin was probably founded, what, in the mid late 60s or something, or mid 60s. I don't know. Do you want so, me to sing? Well, that's <laughs> Fletcher wants yeah. me to sing. Yeah, Stare with heaven now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Kathy, don't. <laughs> Please. There goes the podcast. <laughs> okay. Now, moving along before I sing. <laughs> now we're going to move into and now we're, now we're going to move into a real uh, sort of a toughie in this one. Fletcher, the word is millennium. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I got to remember where the double letters are. And I think I can. Now we're there. Okay. Okay. I I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I'm pretty sure I've got it here. M millennium. M-I-L-L-E-N-I-U-M. Two L's, one L. Is it two N's? Yes. Okay. It's two N's. So it's two two L's and two N's. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can never spell this one. I gotta admit. Yeah, I, I I'm sure that I have to pause for a second every time I write this out then. Because that doesn't look right. Well, in here's my head the way now, now that we're now that we're saying that. Here's the way to remember it though. You have like a uh, meal is a thousand. Right, I got like that. a million. Yeah. You have two L's and a million. And then annus is the year in Latin, and we have two mm, N's in annual, for good. example. Yep. So it's a quickie way to remember it. Yeah, that helps. What I found fascinating, though, is I automatically assumed millennium was related to million, and it's not. It I is. mean, it is related, but I'm saying in terms of the spelling, millennium is the Latinate million comes from the French or Italian milione, is what I saw. No, but it comes, but, but it originally comes from the Latin meal, M-I-L-L. For, for a thousand, e, I agree, I agree, yes. Which is a thousand, yeah, it means a thousand, I mean... Mm -hmm. But then it, it, it transmogrified into English into a million, which obviously means a million, not a thousand. But yes. Millennium. And uh, do we don't have do we have I, I'm going to ask right now because I'm not going to go ahead because millennium is one word I can't ever spell Caribbean and Renaissance. To me, in my head, those three are linked because I can't spell them. Caribbean is two B's. Right. One, and one R. One R and two B's. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that one because of the uh, Carib, 
the natives yes. of the area, I think. And yes, uh, and, Good, and, yeah. so, and so I know there's one R because Carib is C A R I B. I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that word right, but that's how I get there. And then Renaissance I can do because it's rebirth, right? Mm-hmm. So, so only yes. only one N. Yeah, that's yes. a good mnemonic too. Okay, because those are the, yes. for some reason I always put an I. I, I always do Renaissance or oh, something. Oh, you're going there. Okay, well there yeah. is there is that I there though, and so I I, I think it's not surprising that you might accidentally put it in a different place. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is about that word, but it always throws me. I have a problem with Caribbean. I think I like Fletcher's uh, idea about Caribbean. That's a That's... good way to remember it. Cause I, I never remember if it's one R or I always think, I think I do two R's and two B's mm-hmm. and it's only one. I R think and I two do the B's. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Fletcher. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now let's, let's get him somehow. There Ross. You, go. <laughs> no, you just did. Okay. You got me on millennium already. I'm like, Oh, that's you know, true. I'm already yes. like, only like one and one going into this next one. So let's see where we go. All right. I think it's necessary for Fletcher to do better. Ah, okay. <laughs> let's start. <laughs> uh, ne- necessary is N E C E S S A R Y. Yes. And so, what's the? Is it the A R Y that causes people problems? Um, it's a double. It's like people do E R Y a lot, or they do a double C. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely wouldn't, because then I would then I would pronounce it necessary. Oh, I just wrote it out though. They, I just wrote out what you said, Kathy. Both uh, look really wrong. Yeah. You know? The double C is always the issue. It's like which <laughs> consonant is doubled, which leads to the next mm-hmm. one, which is another one that throws me, not me, actually throws many, is occasion. Oh, okay. Uh, occasion is, two, well, two Cs. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's it. A lot of people think it's two Cs and two Ss. Uh-huh. That's an easy one, though, to, to figure out, though, because the S there really is a T-I-O-N. It's, it's, it was, it's the origin of the word. It's like it's... Uh, kind of clomped onto a latin word in the latin in latin when it's uh that sort of the uh, sound it switches over to an s so i don't know if that's helpful or not i'm sorry but... ross i had a question is clomped on a linguistic term that i have <laughs> i like that clomped on. <laughs> that's a little bit too technical Kathy, for this discussion <laughs> so definitely a lot of these are dealing with double consonants you know where that where they go uh, whether there's more than one double consonant in the word and i yeah, that's definitely something that trips me up with a lot of words that's really really common and we have another common one here occurred i think you're going to probably get right. this easily but this is very commonly misspelled this yeah Fletcher, you want to occur, occurred is is two c's and two r's right right mm. okay but i can easily see why that one would be i mean i assume people have two c's and one r usually well as a kid this sounds like really weird i always had issues with occur and mom used to get avon products and they had a perfume or a scent that was called occur and that was the way i learned how to spell it because i i was always troubled by the c's and the r's when it was in the past tense Mm -hmm. was it just Mm o-c-u-r-r-e-d or o-c-c-u-r-r-e-d and so on here you go i've got another one for you without just without looking at it, occurrence. Ooh. O C C. Occurrence. Right. O C C U R E N C E. Ah, it's wrong, right? It's two R's. Right, two R's, and it's an E. Yeah, E N C E. Ah, I only had one R, but I had the E. You did have the E. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would guess that that's a really, uh, really commonly misspelled one too. In in both, you know, both directions, the uh, two R or miss, missing both R's and and 
changing the E for an A, A-N-C-E, E-N-C-E. Just now I looked it up and someone wrote, uh, people ask, what is another word for occurrence? O-C-C-U-R-A-N-C-E. <laughs> wow, that had, that had both problems. <laughs> so that was interesting. That's a tough one, though. I, I think occurrence is actually a better word for spelling than um, occur. Occur. Yeah. I don't like the word occur. I'm looking at it right now. It's 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 bothering me. Right? It looks wrong. You know what I mean? You're looking at it. You're like, stop it. It does actually. Who Doesn't needs all it? those it, letters? It, yeah. It it looks crooked. Yeah. I mean, the oh, it's it's from Latin again. The problem really with a lot of these words are we're dealing with Latin, and Latin has words with um, kind of a r a r e verbs and e r e verbs and there's really it's really tough to figure out in english whether you're dealing with a latinate verb with origins i mean ere or are and that depends on if you're going to do ants or aunts so it's and there's we one time kath and i tried to do all these rules but they got so complicated mm -hmm. and just you know forget <laughs> it just memorize it and speaking of that did we do this word this is the most horrible word i think in the english language Fletcher, what's a medical doctor who specializes in the treatment of eye problems? And oh, God, I hate this. Oh, okay. Are we talking about an, uh, yeah, an op ophthalmologist? Ophthalmologist? <laughs> Oph wow. Okay. Now spell it, Fletcher, for us. <laughs> right. You think you're smart. <laughs> Is it O P H T H? Ophtha? Ophthalmologist? You got it, baby. T H A M O L O G I S T? Yep. Absolutely. Hold up, hold up. Spell it again. Spell it again, Fletcher, very o slowly. O p h t h a off the m o l o g i s t. Oh, so close. So close. You so close. Missed. It was an L of a mistake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did I do? Off. What is it? Am I missing a letter? Ophthalmologist. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, 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 yep. I was so I was so excited about the PHTH that I forgot that L. I I do know that's there. Yes. That is a toughie. Ophthalmologist. Yeah. Yeah. I never say. We should. Kathy and I both should know it being Greek, in background. But ophthal because it comes from the Greek word ophthalmos, which is the eye. One of the Greek words for the eye. There are like several. There's another one, ops, which becomes optic or optician. Well, I went to see the ophthalmologist since I was like three years old. I started wearing glasses. And I say to this day, ophthalmologist. I don't say op. I do too. I say op. I, do I definitely too. do. Like optic. So you how, know? how should it be pronounced? Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Off. Like O-F-F. Ophthalmologist. And, and the L should be said? I mean, technically? Technically, it's Technically. ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Ew. But ophthalmologist. No one, I, I well, that sounds anyone. terrible. No, ew. ew. <laughs> Ophthalm ophthalmologist? That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be curious to see if anyone really pronounces it that way. Actually, let's look it up on Miriam. I'm just curious now. What is... What does Miriam Webster say? Let's just look at. Let's I don't know, but Miriam I suspect Webster. ophthalmologists do pronounce it that way at their like little meetings at the you know Hilton Hotel or whatever. I don't like it. Ophthalmologist Miriam Webster, ophthal. Okay, they have the L in in uh, parens though, so we can. I'm just okay. going to listen to it now. Well, he just I just listened to it. He said ophthalmologist. Wow. With the L. Yeah, I pretty much always hear op ophthalmologist. Yeah. And that's I, what I, I, say. I say it that's that fine. Sorry to all I, of our ophthalmologist yes. <laughs> friends. Yeah. Your your yes. your profession is extremely important. I'm having trouble with saying your 
name though. No, I, I no, that's just I'm sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How about just saying optics doctor? Optics that sounds doctor. easy and I, easy to I say eye doctor. Yeah. <laughs> eye doctor. Going to be eye doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because you know, I people it's hard enough to keep straight what an ophthalmologist is and what an optometrist is. I know. I, I just like I'm yeah. getting tense so right I, now. Eye doctor is good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go with that. Now next we're in the O's here. Okay. Did we? We've done this before, I think. We've done this. Let's just try it again. Let's see if Fletcher has a good memory now. We can test that. As well. <laughs> okay, it's a large reddish anthropoid ape <laughs> from the jungles of Borneo and Sumatra. <laughs> it's an orangutan. Uh, no, no G right. on. How no G on. The, there's no G on the end. No. Yeah. Good memory. Spell it. Uh, okay. O r a n g u t a n. Very good. Yes. Yeah. That that Very one good, that one I've known for a long time. Yeah. I see now that is one I've got to admit I always said orangutan. Yeah, I think a lot of people, probably most people, say orangutan. Yeah. It's a little easier. It kind of it kind of rhymes a little bit. The ang angatang. Yeah, it's got like it's got a beat. Uh-huh. But actually, though, that's that's actually Kathy and you guys have pointed out a linguistic uh, phenomenon because it's it does have a doubling aspect to it. And we basically instinctively think it's a doubling, mm-hmm. which I think is, is we do that a lot in English. Mm-hmm. Willy nilly, you know, whatever. And rang you tang. I think it's definitely that way. And I bet if we spoke, you know, if we didn't know melee and I bet we kept this word in the English language without any contact with me, me, uh, melee, it would probably end up becoming orangutan in uh, English. Eventually. Yeah. Having a G ending before the N ending seems wrong to my ear. Completely. And I'm wondering if that's why you add the G. Like you just said, you do the rhyming orang utang. You know, language, spoken language, is is kind of musical though, and so mm-hmm. slipping in sounds like that to make make a word a little more musical to our ears um, is probably a fairly common occurrence. Well, I think a lot of mispronunciation. I know we're talking about spelling, but I think a lot of mispronunciations are that, or to to make our ear happier mm-hmm. with the result. Oh yeah. Okay, next word we have is pastime. Oh, again, uh, another uh, another double letter thing. Um I I think there's only one T. I think it's P A S T I M E. Correct. P A S. Yes. Now, I mean, me, me being a baseball fan, I've seen that word a lot. That's one that throws a lot. I've I've never had a problem with that cuz when you look at it with two T's, it looks so wrong. Right. Sure. I don't know I I, I don't know how you would do it. I can see where you think so, but it looks wrong. But when you when you think about the word, you think that it means past time. Mm-hmm. Even though it probably but doesn't, right? It, it probably comes from it probably comes from how you pass the time. Correct, Fletcher. This is uh, for some reason we wrote down on a, one of our things. We said it's two compound words, uh, past and time. It's not. It mm-hmm. actually comes from pass, P-A-S-S, time. Mm-hmm, so it's, mm-hmm. it's a combination of pass, passing, and then time. So there would never be, in terms of how the word is, the word origin, it never really ever had two T's in it. Yeah. No, because it's not past time. No. We, no. It's passing the time. I'm sorry. I've got to say now, the next word we're going to do oh, is, I, I'm going to have you one. do it. Oh. This drives me crazy. It does me too. I always do this wrong, even though I know better. <laughs> to this day. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'm looking at it and I know I've, I've got it wrong. I know. Okay. okay. The, the, the word means, I, I don't want to pronounce it because Fletcher, as soon as we pronounce it, we're going to blow it. This word, um, it has emptory in it. 
that it means demanding <laughs> obedience or immediate oh, attention. Oh, oh, oh. Right, peremptory. Okay, okay, especially when referring to a person's manner of actions. <laughs> imperious. Okay, uh, it's so like P E R blank emptory. Yeah, P E R emptory. Yeah, is it? It's. I'm sorry. Well, I know that's correct, <laughs> but I think it should be preemptory. Right, and I will because like, well, you're used to hearing die on this hill. Yeah, <laughs> you're used to hearing like preemptive strike or the TV show was preempted. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, it, it, it's amazing because uh, this is a. We go back to metathesis. We've talked about metathesis a million times, mm -hmm. and that is the problem here in both pronunciation and spelling. Right, switching it's the like letters. The, you want to switch those two. You want to switch the E and the R. You badly. <laughs> I do at least. I constantly do. I always. I, I know it, and I. I I always go well. It's a preemptory, uh, pre uh, per like that. I always do this. <laughs> okay, take a and it drives me up the wall. Take a step back from the word for a second, though. Just think about the sounds. Which which do you think ought to be better for your ears or 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 easier, preemptory or peremptory? Preemptory. preemptory. You, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that I think that yeah is is not as easy for your mouth and your ears, and so I think okay. it really is because we're so used to hearing preempt. Okay, I'm gonna go peremptory, preemptory, preemptory. I think Fletcher is right. I think yeah. Fletcher is right. I think it's <laughs> I think it's easier. I think it's easier to say peremptory, but I think we're so stuck on preempt. Yeah that I think it's, it, it actually kind of like goes over what's easier to say. Right. Because we know we're, it. we're making we things we harder. Know. We're making things harder on ourselves and yeah. going against that, that musicality. It's actually sort of interesting though, because it comes from uh, the Latin peremptorius and that comes from a verb uh, peremere, which is easier to say than preemere. No, preemere sounds easier. Preemere. Pre I disagree. I disagree. I think Peremory, pre You just read there too? Perem, 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 peremory. That's that's so easy to peremere. say. Peremory. Peremory. Peremory or preemory? Preemory. I, I, I no. disagree, yeah, I but I'm sorry. Right. I disagree. I think pre yeah. is easier than per. <laughs> okay, let's go Let's go to another one. What, what's what, when a doctor, when a doctor gives you a... Uh, <laughs> this is written, very intriguing. Prescription. Okay, a doctor gives oh. you a written thingy right, to go to the... Because uh, we're always saying prescription but it's really prescription pre i say prescription i prescription. say pre. yeah i, I say pre. mine's mine's sort of like per, per prescription i don't know it's more it like, is, like that's what i was R. just thinking yeah. what I, I think fletcher's right though it's per slightly i'm sorry you're both wrong it's no you don't <laughs> no i mean it, no, 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 it, no, no, it no. should be pre but we do say sort of prescription prescription just no, say i don't i say prescription prescription uh yeah say, where the doctor give me a prescription, prescription. i say prescription no, we have a slight, there's a slight E in there. I, I don't I think disagree. it's huge, but I I'd say, think so. gee, the doctor just gave me a prescription yesterday. E R. No, I don't think there is. R-E, I think, strong. I think I you're finding it because you want to hear it. I don't think so. Maybe. The doctor gave me a prescription. You're beginning to peak. <laughs> you're beginning to peak my. <laughs> and that brings us amazingly, we come to a new word. So, How okay, that happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> This is irritation or resentment, mm -hmm. uh, and it's peak. A so fit of peak. Right, a fit of peak. It, now, now is that? I mean, I, I know it's P I Q U E, right? Um, but but we also say something like peak my interest, uh, mm -hmm. and and that 
I think uh, pe- people rarely say fit of peak, but I think peak my interest P I Q U E is is where people usually get that wrong. Usually they're writing P E A K, which right. which kind of makes sense, right? You're you're making your interest spike to a peak. So I understand. Oh, interesting. I that was that actually you're being that very kind. I never thought of that. Yeah. I just thought like ah, they're doing it wrong. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like boy. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. No, it's it's peak. Right, P I Q U E. Yeah. And a lot of people, I'm a lot of people get that one wrong. So much so that I think many people would see P I Q Q U E in the sentence and not exactly understand what it meant. What the hell it is. Yeah. That was interesting because we put both phrases into the Google Ngram a long time ago. And uh we found that uh piqued my interest um is skyrocketing as P-E-A-K-E-D. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's gonna end up basically probably t- probably becoming acceptable would be my guess i have to interject uh, going back to sandals and clothing and such peak um pk is also fabric p-i-q-u-e yep Yep, that's true and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people aren't aware i mean i think that people see p-i-q-u-e and think fabric and not peaking interest Mm -hmm. oh that's interesting too yeah now we come to a real word this word it kills us this word kills me all the time and i should know it I'm good at this one. Okay, this one I always get it. I just, I don't know why. I just sort of go, oh, forget it. You know? <laughs> privilege. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Okay. Privilege. P R I V I L E G E. Very good. Perfect. Okay. So, no, Perfect. it's not D G E. No. Right. Good okay. God, no. It's funny. I should know this because the L E G E part comes from Latin uh from the word lex and then when you add an uh, e at the end it becomes lege or whatever and i should know it but for some reason i when i misspell it i know it's misspelled but i i still kind of fizzle with it a little bit do you i for me that i would never think of adding a d I, I i would i could see having an issue with uh oh um, no the d i wouldn't add i wouldn't yeah. add a d my problem is an i i put yeah. an i some i i I get the E and the I's sometimes mixed up. Oh, I so know I do, shouldn't, but I do. You would do P-R-I-V-I-L-I-G? I'm just going to write it right now. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm going to write it privileged. I should think, where would you put it? I, I, this I would, one isn't tough I don't know. Me. I would guess a lot of people put P-R-I-V-E-L. P-R-I-V-E. Privilege. I don't know what I do. Mm-hmm. I guess I, maybe I spell it correctly after all. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't write it that much. <laughs> This one, Ross, though, you're I much know. smarter the next than one, you think. <laughs> I think so. The next one, I know I consistently misspell. And this one really bothers me. This is, according to the Oxford Dictionary, this is the most commonly misspelled word, which actually surprised me. Hmm. All right. This does go. not for me. This, cause it vi- this violates every rule in, in every <laughs> other word. I'm defending my misspelling of this publicly. I'm publicly stating oh, this too. Right. Right. Okay. 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 Fletcher. Uh, uh, I have had so many problems with this word. Yes. I think it's just public L-Y. I think it yes! is. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Because you're, you're right. Because, because you really want to make it C-A-L-L-Y. Pub- uh, publicly. Uh, uh, yes. Precisely. So speaking of that, Fletcher, logically, can you explain this? 
And now, and first of all, spell logically. <laughs> uh, well, logic logically is logically, logic a l l y. Yes, but publicly now every now, other word. The only every way... other word is a l l y. Publicly is the only word in English. Interesting. Which violates. Russ, really? do we know but why? Is there a word? Is publical a word? That's how I always end up in the right place. Is I think, oh wait, publical is not any word I've ever heard. Logical Ooh, is. Ooh, that's a smart way of doing it. Right? Logical is a word I've heard. I know that word. I just want to throw in here to make like, you know, throw crap into the game that uh, in the OED, they have publicly yeah, of course as they an do. adverb. That's because they're British. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and they say it's, it's from 1797, publicly. 1998 publicly so i'm all for misspelling it if we want to and i'm going to throw something else in i'm looking at the middle english dictionary and publical was a word in middle english aha uh -huh. and apparently it might let's check the oed is publical in use at all technically or not i'll tell you right now because i'm in there looking at publicly i know publican publical yes, adjective publican, but... uh no they have it. The last one they have it uh, is from eighteen ninety eight. Publical. So it was used though a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I think I think you've got some ground to stand on if you spell it publicly, because we have yeah. we have words that sort of like we've talked about fossilize, and so the spelling of that I mean came from a, a word that existed. I think I think that's okay. I gotta say, what we we're talking before about like euphonious, the sound of things. Okay, visually looking at it, publicly, the way the proper way, if you will, p u b l i c l y, looks rotten compared to publicly. It does. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm I'm on. I'm gonna get on a. a, a I want publicly. I, I, it looks better. Sounds better. I mean, it's interesting though. Publical though is, as you said, is really rare. I mean, it's. Oh yeah. Well, what do you recommend for the next? Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I. I don't know if I get this one wrong all the time, but but that's only because I spell it so many different ways that I'm I have to be right sometimes. Um, uh, recommend I. Oh God. Okay. R e c o m m e n d. Wow! Yes. Woo! Yes. That's, I think that's relative. <laughs> if you think of it though as like, if you think of it as your re, the the, you're re commending something. You can spell command easily. Yeah. C o m m e n d. Yeah. And then you're redoing it, so you're re putting re in front of command, and then it's there. I'm going to interject, Russ, because I think that's a really good way to remind oneself of how to spell it. But I think the problem with these words is I don't really think of it as recommending in my head. I hear it as recommend. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I think I that's forget, you know, that it's that. I have a, I have, I have like this weird panic because I, I, I do, you know, I, I think, okay, how am I going to spell this? Recommend. But then I think, wait, is that right? Is it actually recommend or did I make that up? And now I'm going to spell it wrong because because yeah, I, no, 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 I yeah. think I made that up. And so, you know, I have that little this moment of self-doubt and then I might throw in another C. Why not? I think, well, we go back to, we've talked about hypercorrection and that's always my problem. Mm, I yeah. overthink things. Yeah. You, you start mm -hmm. like getting really smart with yourself and then you blow it, you know, because <laughs> you're being very clever. It's relevant. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
Okay, Fletcher, let's go with this all, one. All right. This one is a common one, too. I, I think... This is a very common misspelling. I think relevant is R-E-L-E-V-A-N-T. Correct. And so how do people usually misspell it? E-N-T? E-N-T. E-N-T. Or uh, R E L A, right? R E L A V A N T. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's like that yeah. again. We go back to those like little nitty. Right. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. People are yeah. used to relative words like that. R E L A. Again, we go back to. I think the problem is, is you, you know things, so you you start transpose. You put in what you know when it doesn't belong. And the other problem is again, these all come from these. Many of these words all come from Latin words, which have some of them are a verbs some of them are e verbs and there's no rhyme or reason in english which ones we pick up and mm-hmm. i think it gets really confusing to mm-hmm. us because we don't know the the relevant verb initial verb that created this mm-hmm, word mm-hmm. in the english language yeah so we lose it there's no logic yeah for us it seems really slapdash like yeah there's no yeah there's no logic Whereas it's really in, in just Latin, memorizing it, it. yeah yeah and, us, and i yeah. think that yeah totally and speaking which this is another killer word separate can you spell that one, Fletcher? Yeah, I think that's S-E-P-A-R-A-T-E. Yeah. And we can see, of course, it's easy to do S-E-P-E-R-A-T-E. That's the this common spelling. This is tough, A yeah. study in Britain, yeah, British found out this was the number one most commonly misspelled word. Oh, it's the top misspelled word in Google searches, too. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? It doesn't even, I'm thinking about it in my head, and visualizing it misspelled doesn't really even look wrong. I mean, it, it looks like that could easily be the spelling, S-E-P-E-R-A-T-E. Mm-hmm. This one, we have a little trick on this one. The R separates two A's. Oh. The problem with mnemonics like that, though, is they don't really always work for me because they seem so complicated. <laughs> you know, by the time I've thought of that, it's like I'm over there now, you know? <laughs> I want to do ukulele. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> that do one that one. stumps the hell out of me. <sighs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I mean, we don't okay. usually use it, yeah. but what the hey. Um, so I'm trying to decide how many E's there are in this, right? <laughs> but I, now I think it might be U-K-U-L-E-L-E. Whoa. Did I yeah. get it? Yeah. Okay. You got it. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's very impressive. I think it's because I do a lot of crossword puzzles, and usually it's it's uke in crossword puzzles, right? Yeah, U-K-E. But sometimes it is ukulele, the full word. And I think I think that's why <laughs> I know. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Do you know the origins of the word Fletcher? Well, I mean, I, I assume it's really cool. I, I assume it's Polynesian. Yes, and it comes from yuku, which is a flea, and lele, which is a uh, to fly or jump. Oh, so it's a jumping flea in effect. Oh, neat! Isn't yeah. that cool? Isn't that cool? That cool. I like that. Do the you movement guys remember of the fingers it? are like jumping fleas. Uh-huh. And and uh, what do you call it? In uh, P.G. Woodhouse, uh, Bertie Wooster was playing the banjo lele. So now was a banjo. So the lele is the jumping. So it's a jumping banjo. The lele is jumping. I've never heard of yeah, banjo. So, That's an interesting. Yeah, no, because I remember that. Up... In the, it was Bertie. He got the house somewhere, and he was doing the, the Jeeves was not very happy about his mm-hmm. banjo lele. Do you know banjo is weird though? Banjo comes. It's a African. It's it's a basically a, a black mm-hmm. English mid century mid seventeen hundreds alliteration of bandora, which is a uh, lute. Mm-hmm. Which came wow. with the Greek. Uh, that's fascinating. Pand- pandura, which was a three string. That's what I love about language. We have a Greek three string lute called a pandura. It goes into Dutch bandur in Spanish. 
cool. then it comes to America and and uh, African Americans in the states in the 1700s switch it to banjo. Right. Then we get Bertie Wooster talking about a banjo lay. That's incredible. Played it very well either, as I recall. The the, the, <laughs> in, the instrument, the banjo, I I believe was was um, created by slaves. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just looked up banjo lele. Yeah. It's a stringed instrument of a type between banjo and ukulele. First uh, on the OED is 1925. It's incredible. English is fun. Language is fun. This episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. You're Saying It Wrong is a worldwide affair. Kathy Petrus records from her home in Granada, Spain. Ross Petrus from his home in Toronto, Ontario in Canada. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod. Email them at kandrpetrus at gmail.com or email me at powell at kmuw.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or better yet, a review on your podcast platform of choice. Kathy and Ross's book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. You can find that and much of their other work pretty much anywhere you get books. We recommend your local independent bookstore. And, of course, Kathy and Ross are always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks.